Luke chapter 1, verses 39 to 45. If you would follow along with me, the words will be on the screen, but uh, if you have your Bible, please turn with me to Luke chapter 1, verses 39 to 45. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that, you're, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the, the Lord. Would you pray with me? Father, we give you thanks for the day. We thank you for the, the many blessings that you've come that you've given to us, and we thank you for this opportunity to come and to, to worship you, and we thank you so much for the songs that have been sung and the, the gifts that have been given and the testimony that has been lifted up, Father, by the singing of your praise. And Father, you are good, and you are great and, and worthy of worship, worthy to be praised, worthy of our time, worthy of our adoration. And Father, today as we come to your word, I pray that you would allow us this opportunity to hear a message from you, to hear a word from you, that your word, that the word of God would be divine in our life, that it would speak to us in such a way that our lives would change, that our, that our mindset, mindset might be different, that we might leave this place not the same way as we came. Penetrate our hearts, Lord, and sanctify our thinking. Correct our desires. Teach us, Father, what it means to be a faithful follower of Jesus. Help us where we're short, where we come up just a little bit off. Lord, if there's someone here today that has never accepted Jesus as Savior and Lord, I, I pray that today would be the day where they admit that they are a sinner, believe that Jesus is the Son of God and confess Jesus as Savior and Lord. I pray for the believer that's here that's, that's struggling or dealing with a difficulty or stressed and worried, concerned. Father, would you give them joy today, hope, knowledge of your love for them. Would you allow for them to see as you see? Would you give them a glimpse of your goodness today, of your love for them? In Jesus' name we pray and all God's people said, amen. You ever watch a child open gifts? My... my Middle son, he had a birthday here just a few weeks ago. He turned six years old. And, uh, you know, he, he got entirely too many presents and uh, kind of happens. But, you know, I, he got a lot of things that he wanted, you know. And uh, I don't think there was, I think, you know, there was, he would open up a present. And it was like, it was like, it was a great gift, great present. But his, the one that he wanted the most was the one that was next, 
right? I mean, that was, that's what he looked forward to. I mean, he, it could have been like the best gift he got all year for his birthday, and he was more excited about the one that was still wrapped, right? You ever seen a kid do that before? They get, I mean, that's what they're just, I mean, they don't care. They set it aside, and they, sometimes they enjoy unwrapping the presents more than they enjoy the toy that's wrapped up, right? Uh, in 2005, uh, Tom Brady was in an interview with 60 Minutes. And the, the, the interviewer asked Tom at this time, which of the three Super Bowls was his favorite? And he said, famously, my favorite one is what? The next one. The next one. Sometimes it doesn't matter if you're a 45-year-old quarterback or a six-year-old boy. Man often finds themselves in situations where they are what? Never satisfied, never happy, never content, always wanting more, never finding joy in the moment. In today's passage of Scripture, we see two women whose lives are filled with joy because they have a part of God's redemption story. What if I told you that the reason that you should have joy, not just today, but every day, not just in the Christmas season, but in every season of life, good or bad, you can find joy because you have a part in that same redemption story. Verse 39. At the time Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. After the angel Gabriel had left, Mary went to the hill country of Judea to visit Zechariah and Elizabeth. If you remember from last week, the angel Gabriel told Mary that Elizabeth was also pregnant. We don't know exactly where Elizabeth lived in the hill country, but it was close to Jerusalem. No reason that for us to believe that Mary went with anybody. She might have, but it doesn't really tell us here in the text. But uh, her point was to go and to visit Elizabeth. Sometimes you just want to be near family. Sometimes you want to be with people that you know. Mary and Elizabeth were cousins, and it's about a 30-hour walk, you know. Some of you all have been pregnant, ladies. How does a 30-hour walk sound to you? Maybe not the thing that you want to do. Uh, we don't know if she walked or not, but text does say she hurried. Early on in Mary's pregnancy, we, when Mary and Joseph, well, they went to Bethlehem, a, a similar journey, not as fast of a journey, I'm assuming, in the third trimester, but here, it says that she hurried. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, verse 41, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she explained, blessed are you among women. And blessed is the child you will bear. When Mary got to their home and Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby inside of Elizabeth leaped with joy. We know that the baby was, of course, John the Baptist. For a baby to move inside of a womb of a six-month-old, in six months, for a baby to leap or move six months of pregnancy is not a really unprecedented thing, right? It's pretty common. 
But the timing is what is noted here. That when the baby heard Mary's voice, that's when it leaped. <laughs> what happened inside of Elizabeth was noted as well. Moms, when, you, when you're pregnant, how well do you know your baby? You know? As a father, I was around for three pregnancies. I, I didn't know a thing about what was going on inside of that belly of Kathy's. But Kathy knew. She could tell you everything, right? She could tell you anything that you wanted to know about that baby. She had a connection between mother and child. And, and it's not uncommon for... I mean, every mother that's carrying a child has this unparalleled connection between her and that baby. There is something that they know that we don't know, men. <laughs> there is a connection that is formed for life. It's miraculous, I believe. And Elizabeth knew when Mary greeted her that the baby inside of her recognized the baby inside of Mary. The baby leaped in Elizabeth's womb, and she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Somehow, some way, she knew through the power of God what was going on. This leap, this movement inside of who, her womb was different than any other movement she had experienced up to this point. She knew this was different. The baby leaped and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. You don't see the Holy Spirit being talked about much in Luke. You do in, in Acts, which is the same author. But at the same time, like, here you see it. The Holy Spirit filling Elizabeth. Her ability to distinguish and to know that this was from God. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It speaks to us. It communicates to us. God at work. How God is moving around us. And we each, as believers, are gifted with the Holy Spirit. And God uses the Holy Spirit for us to distinguish if this is from God or not. And Mary spoke and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And knew without a shadow of a doubt what was going on. Elizabeth called Mary blessed among women. God chose Mary because of her character. She was highly favored by God. But the reason she was blessed among women wasn't because of her character. It was because of the, the child that she bared. During this time, a woman's greatness was based off of her children. Especially her sons. If her son was successful... If her son was powerful, if her son had authority, was wealthy, man, that made the mom look tremendous. And if that son was a criminal, was no good, was evil, it brought shame to that mother. Here, Elizabeth would have a great son. No greater man than John the Baptist, right? I mean, 
But to be the mother of the Messiah, even Elizabeth recognized the greatness of the baby that Mary carried. I remember watching an interview with NBA Hall of Famer Charles Barkley, and and Charles said in this interview, he goes, my entire life, I was the best, best basketball player I ever saw. He goes, I, he goes I'm, I was just, nobody was better than me. He goes, I'm not trying to be, you know, overly confident or cocky. He goes, but it's just, it was just the, in high school and college and the NBA. He goes, I, I, he goes, I was just the best until the day I met Michael Jordan. <laughs> As the kids say, game recognizes game. Elizabeth was just being honest. She wasn't trying to be false, had this false sense of humility. It wasn't that she was upset with what God had done for her, but she was able to recognize what God had done through Mary. Friends, God blessed Mary with being the mother of the Messiah. Mary was blessed and Elizabeth was happy for her. She wasn't jealous. She wasn't upset. She was filled with joy. And the baby inside of her was filled with joy. Not envy, not malice, not, but joy, happiness for her friend, for her cousin. God blessed Mary with being the mother of the Messiah. Elizabeth was happy. She was overwhelmed with joy for Mary. She was overwhelmed with joy that Mary would visit her. (laughs) Elizabeth's baby was overwhelmed with joy as well. Verse 43. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord would come and visit me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, verse 44, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. I mean, she was so overwhelmed with joy that she was confused as to why Mary would even come and visit her, you know? I think that gives you some sort of indication, some sort of test as to the character of Elizabeth. That she would see this and not be upset, but why? Why would you come and visit somebody like me? Then we had the baby leaping inside of her with joy. John the Baptist leaped with joy, friends. Now, I don't know about you, but that, even as a little baby, that just seems kind of odd. The guy dressed in camel's hair, you know what I mean? Like, just seems a little bit odd. A few weeks ago, we saw David dancing out of joy. And here, John the Baptist leaped with joy inside of the womb. I don't mean to be controversial today. I, I really do mean that. Uh, I'm not trying to be political or anything else along those lines, but I think it's worth noting. (laughs) A baby inside of a womb heard someone speak and responded. I mean, I I think it's worth noting that a baby inside of a womb had the ability to communicate. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean that to be political or controversial, but I think...
in the womb. Today we worship God because of a baby in a womb communicated with another baby in a womb. I mean, do you think that God doesn't care about the baby that's in your womb? A child is worth celebrating. A child is precious in the eyes of God. Doesn't it, doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. Doesn't matter if it's a king or a servant. Doesn't matter, friends. It's worth celebrating. It's worth joy. Today we celebrate the birth of a Savior. We gather together with joy in our hearts because we have forgiveness of sin because a baby was born in a manger, born of a virgin. Jesus, the Son of God, came to this earth through a woman so that all might experience the joy of knowing God, the joy of the forgiveness of sin. Because a baby came to this world, friends, in an unexpected way, through unexpected means, through an unexpected woman. I don't know about you, but I look forward to the day where sin is no more. I look forward to the day where I'm done with this old body and I can stand before my God free of sin, free of unrighteousness. What a joyful day that will be. Amen. And this is possible, friends, because of this baby that was born of a virgin. Mary was blessed and highly favored because of Jesus, because of her son, and what Jesus would do for all of humanity, friends, for all of the world. Verse 45, blessed is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. God spoke to Mary and she believed. The word here to believe is pastio. It's a present active participle. It is to believe. It's to be credited with righteousness. It's really, I mean, it is a continued faith. It's not just a, a, a moment of I'm walking down an aisle, I'm going to believe. It's I'm going to continue to believe. Mary was blessed because she believed. Contrary to what Zachariah did, she put her faith in what God had said to her. If you look throughout scripture, many different stories of people that God had spoke to, some believed and others didn't. The ones that did, the ones that put their faith in what God had said, and if you look not just throughout scripture, but throughout all of history, friends, throughout all of the world, even throughout your life, That when God speaks to you and you respond with belief, with obedience, you will find this one thing alongside of that simple act of faith. Joy. Joy is a characteristic, an attribute of faith. And to those who are faithful, 
you will find joy in every situation. You look throughout Scripture, and men and women who have put their faith in the Lord are joyful, they're happy. And th- let me just tell you, it, it doesn't matter the circumstance. Good, bad, hard, difficult, easy, persecution, famine, shipwreck, beaten, left for dead, they are filled with joy because of their faith, belief, their continued faith. Friends, let me tell you, that opportunity is there for you as well. As God speaks to you, as God is piercing your heart, is communicating to you through the Holy Spirit today, will you believe? Will you respond with obedience, with faith? Father, we give you thanks for the day. We thank you for the opportunity that we have to gather together in this place. We thank you for the opportunity we have to put our faith and trust in Jesus. Lord, we uh, ask that you would give us the grace that we need to, to respond with obedience today, to respond with a way that would say, yes, Lord, no matter what the situation is, no matter what you're calling me to do and who you're calling me to be, I will put my faith and trust in you. I will believe. I will be faithful. Father, give us a spirit of joy today for what you've done for us. Help us to be thankful. Help us to remember that you have not left us nor forsaken us, but you have filled us with your spirit. You've empowered us to be the people that you've called us to be, to do the things that you've called us to do. And Father, when we come up short, you forgive us. You, you give us a second chance and a third chance. And Father, help us today to hear your voice and to respond with belief. Help us to have joy. In Jesus' name we pray and all God's people said, Amen. Amen.